invites you for the next half hour to join us for interviews, discussion, inspiration and for strategies to help you fulfil your potential both in life and in business. Welcome along to Remarkable Woman Radio. I'm Mandy Beverly, and I am here with Carolyn Banks from the Venus Businesswoman's Network. So welcome along, Carolyn. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Now, you've been a guest on the show before, and I know that this year has been quite an exceptional year for you as far as growing and getting clarity and really starting to formalise the vision that you've had in your business. So can you just tell us a little bit about what Venus and you have been up to this year? Um, well, where do I start? Yeah, um, this year has been all about um, getting Venus um, up to speed, up to standard and getting our charitable status. So we are now um, a limited liability company with charitable status, which simply means that all our profit must be reinvested in the company and um, the tax department give us some tax relief that's in order to do that, yeah. And so that's been a big job actually getting... A, pro- a limited liability company um, registered for charitable status because you have to dot the I's and cross the T's. And I often say to people, I've had torches shone in places where torches should never go. Check- <laughs> checking. Um, so, yes, yes. So, checking the facts out. So, in order to be a charity, it's not a simple process. No. But, but the charity, like I've, um, when I saw you drive up today and on your car is Realise Your Dreams With Us is the, is the tagline of mm. Venus. Is the charitable status partly to do with that? Uh, charitable status is my dream. Um, and the dream is about helping other women in business um, that's why I wanted it to be a charity because as a limited liability company that I own, it becomes very dependent on me. Whereas if I turn it into a um, limited liability company with charitable status, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I have a board that um, I get support from as well. So, and it actually opens it for other businesses to get involved as well uh, financially with us, um, which will help us help our members. So how hard was it to actually go beyond, because you mentioned that this is your dream, so in order for that, you know, that is your dream, um, to then to begin to put the steps in place, that's actually quite remarkable, isn't it, to actually follow up the dream with action? <laughs> well, I suppose when you've got a dream, it's, I wouldn't, I, in some ways I don't think what I've done is remarkable because it's just what I wanted to do. Um, and I was very determined about it. I mean, I had to speak to lawyers and accountants and more lawyers and inland revenue, and and I was checked and double-checked, but the more that that happened, the more determined I got about it. Um, So, yeah, I suppose I don't see it as extraordinary because it was just what I wanted to do, and the reason I wanted to do it is so that Venus is going to be around in 20 years helping businesswomen then, not just today. I love that. I love that. And I love it that you just sort of said, well, it's not remarkable. It's just what I wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, because I think a lot of us just think this is just what we want to do. It doesn't seem remarkable. It doesn't seem extraordinary. It's just it's just what we want to do. But looking from the outside, it is because it, it takes effort to actually turn your dreams into a reality. Well, it does. And I must admit, we've already had our first board meeting and um, I felt like the kid at the kitchen table that could hardly look over, you know, see over the surface of the table. 
I'm like, oh my God, this is really grown-up stuff. <laughs> and well done. Now, you also um, were a major sponsor and contributor and founder of um, the business New Zealand Businesswomen's Conference yes. this year. So, And I've heard that that had amazing reviews. And again, that is you stepping out into your dream again, is it? Yeah, that, that was, um, I suppose, another dream. I have to stop having so many dreams. <laughs> um, that was another dream, and it was really about raising the profile of Venus and um, the Venus Foundation, which is the charitable arm of Venus, um, and exposing ourselves to the wider business network and making more women in New Zealand aware that we actually do exist. So that was, yeah, it was a very big dream and it was a uh, big learning curve for me. Um, The previous conference I'd organised was for 20 people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And this one involved... um, uh, well, it was for, um, uh, uh, we got 135 people in the end. We had planned it for about around the 170 mark. And we had to think about things like um, OSH and insurances and all sorts of things. And um, I was rung by the conference organiser one day and she said, uh, what's our policy on, um, what's our OSH policy? And I said, just tell people not to fall over and hurt themselves. <laughs> Don't wear high heels that day. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a really big learning curve for me. Um, around that as well but um, it was very successful everyone loved it to the point everybody was saying I'll be you know I'll be back next year and I said I'm not doing it next year so I'll so do it 2020 2020 so yep. it's every two years you're going to be doing that because yep. yeah I heard you had a fantastic lineup of speakers and I was in the audience and I learned so much which was which was brilliant so do you feel like now two years on that you're really settling the the CEO cloak around you. I always love the, the Harry Potter analogy about the invisibility cloak. But, um, but you know, with, as far as it, it just actually beginning to wear the CEO cloak um, or hat. Yeah, I think probably the uh, charitable, getting the charitable, um, uh, being registered as a charity and having a board has really made me realise that, yeah, I am a CEO yeah. and has made me look back and, and realise what I have done in two years. Um, but it has actually also made me realise that I have probably taken Venus as far as I can alone. I can still be the driver and have the ideas, but I do need people around me to help me get there. And that's a really important factor in any business, isn't it? It's yep. like when to delegate, when to collaborate, when to actually go, you know what, I need help yep. and, and to, to move it. So now I know that um, Venus has um, what you call a summer school which yes. is over what I guess is officially the summer, summer break. funnily enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's when most have a holiday and they kind of put everything aside. Mm-hmm. But I know for me, I find it's a, it's a time of year when I really love to um, contemplate, to, to think ahead, to get, to get um, kind of view my year in advance and just see what, um, you know, to see what I want to achieve. And um, so I see, um, so tell us a little bit about the summer school. Does it sort of enclose a lot of those sort of things? It does. It was actually born a couple of years ago out of um, what we found was that the women come together every fortnight and network and a lot of them don't actually like breaking that bond um, because they actually support, encourage and motivate one another. They also help one another with their businesses because they're looking at it from a different viewpoint and there's that level of trust that they have with one another so they can perhaps share views on somebody else's business um, that will help them. Yeah. Um, so summer school um, was born really out of the women not wanting to um, 
to, you know, not see each other for a month to stay in touch type of thing. And as you say, for most of us, it's a time of after we get over the Christmas dinner and New Year's Eve, Mm -hmm. it's a time of reflection. It's a time of planning. It's like, what am I going to do next year? What worked last year? What didn't work? Um... What plans am I going to put in place for the for the new year? So that is really what summer school is about. It's six modules. Uh, we they'll go out every Friday um, with a little video from me about what each module is about. And yeah. for instance, the first one is is simply about looking at your year that's been, what's worked, what hasn't worked. Um, there's one on um, what you want to focus on for the next year about how important your passions are in your business. Yeah, I see that because um, it's really interesting when. Um, you have a quote um, that I read about Howard Thurman. He said, what makes you come alive? It's like what we should do more of what makes us come alive because the net world needs people who have come alive. Yeah. And I think that's actually probably just one of the wisest um, statements I've actually read in a while because everyone's focusing on what's wrong with the world. The world's fine. It's actually us that need to yeah. really lighten ourselves up and that's doing more of what we love. And too many of us, I think, spend a lot of our working lives... You know, earning money but not really doing what we love and I know because I've done that myself you know mm. Venus is what brought me alive and it's although I work hard it's kind of like it doesn't seem like work because yeah. I'm loving what I'm doing yeah and I think that's so important so maybe a really important question that everyone can ask over the Christmas holiday is really what lights you up what are you passionate about even though I don't normally use the word passion for a lot of people the meaning's already there so they well that is um, in, in that particular module we go through and it's like uh, and we're asking those questions and then we're asking women to actually sit down and think about you know what makes them feel happy in their business and, and how can they grow that and perhaps, like for me, um, people make me happy and being out and about and promoting Venus and talking about Venus and all sorts of things, you know, that that's what lights me up. My mum said to me years ago, you need to get a business where, or you need to get a job where um, drinking coffee, bossing people around <laughs> and, um, um, and helping people. Um, and socialising is what your role is and that's really what I'm doing in Venus. Um, I don't love the financial side of things. I don't love the legal side of things. I'm not a great event organiser. I can do a conference for 20, but not anything much more. So I have people now that I delegate all that stuff to. And weirdly, the more I do that and concentrate on what I'm good at, the better the business runs. So that's really good. So you're going to help women really do that, um, concentrate on what's really what's really great about them so they're not becoming these multitasking messes by the end of the year where there's just so much going on yeah. that they kind of lost sight of what their vision is and what their mission and, you know, because um, I think, you know, like um, I've sort of heard you say a lot about clarity is really important mm-hmm. and how having clarity it becomes... You know, being able to see your vision clearly kind of just, uh, it kind of just moves a lot of the the stuff out of the way, you know, the things that keep us stuck and, and that. Cause it moves a lot of the fear out of the way. Yeah. I think I, even with conference for me was a big deal, you know, but I've I've never done a conference before, but I could see it in my mind's eye. Yeah. I could, I could see us all in the auditorium and I could see it happening so... Even though I still freaked out a little bit just beforehand, um, <laughs> uh, it was I still knew what was 
it gave me that surety and it probably lessened the fear from, it lessened it to f- down to fear from terror. <laughs> and, you know, but you mentioned something really wise is that you delegated, so you sought expert help because there's people out there that have done huge amount of events and they just they just do them in their sleep they don't even think about them and exactly. if, if we tap into it it's good to grow our skill and it's great to actually go into that fear and actually because we we grow as a result of it um but i bet now you know way more about putting on a conference than i, d- I do hmm. i do but i know the point and i think it's very important for women in business to realize the point at which they can go to in any one of those things and there is a point for some people, like for me, with um, doing the books, you know. Yeah. I have somebody that does that. There's a point at which, you know, I'm like, don't pay this, pay that, do this, do that. But when it comes to the everyday running of zero and and profit and loss and balance sheets and, you know, my, my eyes glaze over. Yeah. You know, whereas the the two ladies that I'm working with on that, they love it. It's it's actually what lights them up. I struggle to understand it. (laughs) That's okay, though. That's okay. So um, a lot of um, women, I think, can start the year when they are looking backwards, like you get Mm -hmm. them to say what worked, you know, and why did it work. But some put a lot of expectations on themselves and some um, have a lot of... Um, stories about what has happened before. How do you help them through the summer school kind of balance out those? Well, summer school really drills down. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's and we're always saying to them in summer school, it's not what everybody else thinks. Sit down quietly and if you think you should, well, if you think you should, um, it's probably not something that is going to light you up because that should is other people's expectations. Um if there is something that you're thinking about doing in your business next year and you just know it and you can feel it um, and and it excites you and you want to get stuck in, like for me with Venus next year, we've finished as at last Friday and I kind of feel like I'm on a holding pattern. We've got to get Christmas and New Year out of the way because I can't wait to get stuck in again. Yeah, just yeah. And that's really how you need to feel. So what we do in summer school is in some of the modules, we, we have a raft of questions and we're asking them repeatedly in different ways to drill down on what they actually want to do. So smart, because really to define define your your own life, put yourself in in the question, yep. is so wise. So, how often do you find that um, women don't really have fixed goals or certain goals for their business? A lot, a lot. <laughs> um, I think I think a lot of women have loose goals, yeah, um, and they kind of know where they kind of maybe want to be. But um, the old saying, "Failing to plan is planning to fail." And I think that's why a lot of businesses do fail. Yeah. Um, because I think the, the process of actually going through a process and writing a business plan for the year about what you want to do, it sets it out really clearly for you. It also enables you to enables you to put a plan in place around, say, if you've got three main goals, you need to put a plan in place around each of those goals to achieve them. Um, because, you know, I mean, I can sit down and I can do my business plan in my head and set three goals in two minutes flat. But that doesn't mean they're going they're going to come to reality. What I then need to do is sit down and write a list of how I'm actually going to achieve that yeah. and break it down to actually what am I going to do each week. 
Yeah, and they find that um, the fear actually disappears once you break it down as well. Because I know that often if you are a big thinker naturally, then you can tend to overwhelm yourself and sort of stay stuck, stay in the fear. But once Mm. you sort of break it down, and so you'll teach um, them through the summer school how to do a bit of proper goal setting, how to make it really realistic and doable. It's about breaking it down into bite-sized pieces. (laughs) It's like, you know, imagine eating a whole cake. (laughs) <laughs> All in one sitting. Depends. <laughs> you know, it's much better if you have a piece a day and then perhaps go for a walk. Um, so it's it's looking at it from that viewpoint, yeah. Breaking yeah. it down to bite-sized pieces, which are not scary. No, definitely not. And not going to, you know... <laughs> throw your blood sugar all exactly. <laughs> out, yeah. Um, Not put you on a sugar high. Yeah, the sugar high, which you've got to be so careful of. And do you talk about values at all? Yes, yeah. yes, we do. Because your values relate very closely to your business. If you're doing something that um, goes against your values, you tend to get grumpy. <laughs> um, and I know, like, for me, I have this, um, I have a reputation for being fair, and I just, I I can't do something for one member that I wouldn't do for all thousand of them. So I have this rule that, you know, if, if, it's, if it's something that I can't do across the board, um, I won't do. And members have said to me in the past, oh, could you please just do it for me because, 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 because I won't tell anyone. Well, two things I've learned is that one, women can't keep secrets. <laughs> and And it's not about them, it's about me. Um, Because if I know I'm doing something for person A that I wouldn't do for person B, that actually doesn't sit well with me and my values. So it makes me feel pretty bad about myself. So it's just a matter of of your business is it becomes a reflection of you, but you yeah. don't want it to be your the. It's not identifying with you. You want it to have its own set of values as well. Exactly. And if one is fairness and integrity, then that will go across the board because well, that gets played out through everything. The other thing that I hold quite highly is, is respect. And you know, you can imagine with a thousand women in a network, not everybody's going to get on a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time. So the one thing that I've always said to the women is that um, you don't have to like everyone, but you must show them some respect. You must respect them Um, because everybody's got different belief systems, but different values, different perspectives, and and that's fine. Um, They will, you know, not everybody's going to be the same as yours, but actually just respect the fact that they're different from you. That's cool. And so so values becomes part of the goal setting because I think that helps to gain the clarity as well and stay in that high vibrational kind of what lights you up, passionate type of frame of mind. Smiley. Smiley. (laughs) (laughs) We want to be smiley. So it's summertime and it's smiley. Now, how important are habits? Habits are really important. They can work for you or against you. <laughs> My habit of Chardonnay, maybe. <laughs> uh, yes, wine drinking habits, as long as they're man- managed and monitored, are fine. That's right, yes, yes, especially um, at this time of year. Yeah. Um, habits are, um, well, habits are part of the planning process. So it's, it's about the goal and then the plan and then almost putting in place the habits around that plan. So what are you going to do every day? And, and a habit, um, like I know when I bought Venus, I've always gone to the gym and done that sort of thing, but you get lax at times. So what I decided to do was one of the things I recognised to actually um, look after the business, I actually had to look after myself as well. So I set up a habit of um, going of exercising regularly yeah, um, because that helps keep me balanced and happy and, and fit and, and mentally... Um, um, 
on top of things and, and those also, sorts of things. Yeah, and also focusing a bit of time back on you as yeah. well. It's something for you because so much of your energy goes out to Well, to and everyone. as women, I think our energy not only goes out to um, our business, but, uh, you know, we're mums, um, we're wives, where, you know, you've got a few things that you're juggling. So sometimes you just need to have some time out for yourself. So that for me was my time out, was, was going to the gym and exercising and taking care of me. And it mean, meant that, you know, my goal of for that year of be of maintaining my health um, was uh, attained and that actually in turn made running my business easier as well. That's great. So they're all, because I mean I've heard that, you know, it's 28 days to set a new habit, some say 30. I often think sometimes it could be 60 <laughs> to really... <laughs> I to reckon re- sometimes it could be a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like, just go easy on yourself, just but just keep doing it every day and then suddenly yeah, and it's if something. This, yeah. if, the, if, if, you know, like if something came up and one day I couldn't get to the gym because I was doing something work-wise... Um, I didn't beat myself up, but what I made sure was that the planning for the next week, I went back to basics, planned my week out, and as soon as I sat down and planned my week out, I got everything done that I wanted to get done. So she's just giving us a very good tip there, ladies, so just to plan your week ahead. So yep. do, you help, do you help with that during the summer school as well? We or, do. Or do you keep it quite high level at this um, point? We do. Uh, no, we do. It di- does dial down to that. Um, and I've personally, I've found every Sunday night I kind of um, sit down with my little book and it's what, am, what needs to be done this week. Um, and that is personally and professionally. And I'm amazed at what I can get through. It's great. Yeah. It's so good. And that's just such a silly little habit, isn't it? You yeah. know, but so, so important. So what has been the secret to you changing your habits over the years? So aside from... <laughs> <laughs> Learning from bad experience. <laughs> <laughs> or like, do you take a more of an enduring um, frame towards um, changing habits? Or are you more of a sprinter? Do you, or do you do a oh, combination no. of both? I've, I've done both. Mm-hmm. I found sprinting exhausts me. <laughs> I used to sprint in school, but um, no, I have found it's just consistent, consistent persistency. Yeah, consistent persistency. It's about, you know, for me, I look at what I want to achieve for the next 12 months, then I'll break it down into quarters, and then I'll break it down by month, and then once I know this month what I want to achieve is this, I sit down and I plan out my weeks. So it also means that, you know, because often being the CEO of Venus, people are wanting to catch up with me for their, you know, for their own good. And it's, which I'm I'm more than happy to do, but I've got to keep um, a certain amount of time aside for that. And that will happen each week on a Wednesday afternoon, for instance, you you know. Do you find it's really hard, you know, um, because we can have these big dreams, but often we get stuck in the business and we, we forget to sort of just come back out and just look at it from a top-down approach. Is yeah. that where things like summer school becomes really, really important? That, yeah, it does. It, it, it's reminding you that sometimes the best thing you can do for your business is actually to step away from it and blue sky it. Blue sky it, I yeah. love that. Um, yeah. It's almost forget about it. I find the best, um, for me, the best thing to do for my business sometimes is to walk away from it for a couple of days and go sailing. I like sailing or... Um, you know, jump on a plane and go somewhere and just relax. And I'm always surprised when I do that. It's like the subconscious part of my brain solves all the problems and figures everything out and delivers that to the conscious part of my brain when I get back. And all of a sudden, stuff that 
was I was perceiving as like, oh God, I don't know quite how I'm going to do that. All of a sudden it's like, oh, I'll just do it that way. And I think, wow, I didn't know that I knew that. Yeah, so just actually, and and probably doing summer school while everyone's relaxed and on holiday and, you know, half of New Zealand's shut down over that time, which is actually so good. And that's the time when... I, you know, for me, I just, I just want to do that because um, I think it's because I'm relaxed, because I'm not mm-hmm. thinking about all the many things that need to be done. So, so dreaming big is obviously um, a big part of summer school. And how do you advise women to to dream big, but also put themselves inside that dream as well? Um, listen to your gut. It's all about your intuition. If you actually um, sit down quietly and think about what you really want to do, you'll you'll um, you'll know what the dream is and you'll know how to get there. Yeah. It's it's a, it's about um, it's about the power that the dream does have and it's about just quietening down and listening to your gut. Mm-hmm. Great advice. And sometimes your gut can be, you know, I know this sounds silly, but sometimes, you know, having a glass of wine, actually looking at the blue sky, literally looking at yeah. the blue sky can actually take your mind, it, it's, it, you lift your mind away from what's keeping it stuck and you, you kind of gaze off into the future. I think it's actually really um, it, Well, look at the horizon. Helpful. I always, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. often out on the boat and when, you, when I'm watching the water move, or watching the horizon, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head. Well, I hope you take note of it all. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, well, some of it. Sometimes some it's of it. a bit scary. <laughs> so, obviously, we can all create fantasies in our business about what we really want to achieve, but it sounds like summer school really helps to just be able to sort of dial it down so that the dream actually can be mm. realised, just like your tagline is realise your dreams with us. Yep. And I love that you're driving all around with that on there because people must look at it and go, oh, how do I do that? That's really cool. So summer school is the way to do that. And um, obviously to be able to create the business with a belief that you mm. can do it must be so important. Well, everybody, um, most women go into businesses because they see a need for something and that's that's almost the emotional reaction to something that they see. So it's about taking that and turning it around into business and having a business focus but actually never losing sight of the, the dream. Yeah, that's so important. You know, not becoming a slave to the business but but keeping coming back to the dream and, and melding them both together and you can do it. Um, sometimes it's a little bit of a juggling act but that's where... Venus and summer school and we have a whole network of people that can help you, we can help you. Um, it's about asking others because um, we can't do everything alone. Unfortunately, none of us is superwomen. No, we're not. <laughs> Superwoman. <laughs> and that's the big thing is we don't actually have to do it all by ourselves. You know? Oh, well, it's much, it's much more enjoyable too when you share a dream with people and they buy into it and they want to support you in it. It also makes when you're achieving things, you're sharing it with other people. And I think that's, you know, putting a bit of fun and yeah. along with the achieving actually is probably a really good thing for 2019 is, yeah. is how to put a bit of fun, how to put the smiley, the smiles into, into yeah. the business, as you said. Yeah. 
So, Carolyn, that's actually all we have time for. I can't believe how quickly this time frame goes. Um, but I just want to um, let everybody know if you're wanting to um, get into summer school and um, actually begin to realise your dreams for 2019, how do they do that? Um, probably the uh, easiest way is we have a summer school Facebook group is to apply to get um, to join that and we'll get in touch with you and run you through what the rigmarole is um, or send us a private message off our main Facebook page or go to our website and my contact details are there. And the website zenusclubs.co.nz. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, brilliant. So so um, if you want to inquire about summer school, either um, go to the Facebook page and have a look for Venus Summer School yep. um, or ask go to venusclubs.co.nz or you can contact either myself or Carolyn and we'll make sure that you get into go in the right direction yep. to actually begin to realise your dreams and it can begin right while you're nice and relaxed over a glass a sum- of wine a glass <laughs> of wine and um, and having it sounds like a really fun summer school I can't wait to, to oh, get I love started doing, on I it I actually love mm. doing it now um, we're going to play one of your favourite songs I so think. would you like to announce it <laughs> um, yes this um, song The Power of the Dream is one that we used as the opening for the New Zealand Business Women's Conference because it was all about getting our um, Becoming a registered charity. Great. So, um, so here we've got Celine Dion taking us out. So, have a very merry Christmas and New Year, everyone. And thank you once again, Carolyn, for joining me. Thank you very much for having me and Merry Christmas. Deep within each heart, there lies. A magic spark that lights the fire of our imagination And since the dawn of man, the strength of just I can Has brought together people of all nations There's nothing ordinary in the living of each day you have been listening to Remarkable Woman Radio. You can catch us again next Tuesday at 3.15 on 104.6 FM or anytime on planetaudio.org.nz forward slash Remarkable Woman. We'll see you then.